Tanandi is the Festival of Contemporary Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Art. The exhibition is at the Art Gallery of South Australia until the 30th of January 2022. You can view the virtual tour online at agsa.sa.gov.au. Yeah, hello, um, my name is Nathan Thomas, um, Halls Creek in the Western Australia up north in the, in the Kimberleys. And is this your first time down to Adelaide? First time in, yeah, in Adelaide City. Uh, passed through here when I was uh, about 10 years old, coming back from Melbourne, but did, we touched down at the airport, but then jumped in another plane and went to Perth. So I didn't actually jump off the um, plane to look around in this beautiful city. Nice. And what's it like in Halls Creek? Describe that for us. It's a small um, country town in the middle of the Kimberleys. Um, born there, grew up there most of my life. Uh, um, about 600, 700 people there, live there. Yeah, small um, town, but a lot of talent. Yep. With um, sports and art. It's the main thing that we... Grew up with sports and I with the rodeo. All my uncles they all all rodeo fanatic mob. What about you? All rodeo riders. Uh, I'm mainly a footballer. I followed my own dream. Followed sports, basketball, football. Grew up with cricket, playing sports. Only my brothers and uncles, where they do compete in the rodeo, they wanted me to um, follow them. You know, rodeo rider, bull rider and stuff. But um, I said, no, nah, that's enough. Did you ever give it a go? Um, nah. No. <laughs> no only <laughs> you were sure what you liked. Only just, you? yeah. Only just um, when I um, know how to ride a horse. They taught, my uncles taught me how to ride a horse. That's, that's good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> so you're down here, you came and you did a talk today about your art. Do you want to describe what it is you've created for the Tanani exhibition? Yeah, created um, carving, bob carving, um, um, some birds um, carving. So this, um, yeah, basically just did it for the um, Tanani um, festival. But um, every now and then I'll, yeah, carve whatever comes to mind. So if I find if I find um, a good bobnet that looks like a bird, shape and that, um, yeah, I'll carve it. But yeah, mainly carve all these birds just for Trinity Festival Yeah, at this time. Yeah. So, it's, so it's not always birds you do then? You do different designs and things? Yeah, uh, normally um, whatever comes to mind, um, I do other animals. But, um, like kangaroo, you know, um, turkey, emu, all our Australian native animals. And I also carve the uh, Australian outback, um, the Kimberley, mainly the Kimberley where I grew up, mainly the uh, Kimberley landscape. I also mainly carve, yeah, the Kimberley landscape. And, and what is the landscape like there in the Kimberleys where you are? It is um, dry in the summer, like, uh, it's uh, beautiful. It's 
add us to us we wouldn't want to be anywhere else uh, you know um lara is rich in um all for us is rich in um food and you know water we got a lot of good rivers fishing holes good hunting area grand right through the kimli yeah the boab nuts in in this exhibition when you see them all up on the wall there you can see some that are a bit more kind of darker color and some a little more pinky or creamy color are they from different trees or are they just different colors from the same tree um it's from the same boab tree um but yeah i think it just get like that from the weather maybe the sun make it more darker you get some dark black boab nuts some nice red one that's really nice color red bright reddish color um some brownish color but um yeah really mainly um those from those earthy colors from the earthy colors like dark brown black and ochre reddish color they're pretty hard nuts as well are they fragile when you're working on them no it's pretty strong so you can ha- hold it in your hand um pretty tight once you're carving um you can put a firm grip while you're carving so if you, you might slip with the carving tool and cut your thumb or whatever but it's, yeah just be careful in that um you can hold it firmly and once you start carving just you can carve hard as you can because it won't break or crack so you can yeah push down with your carving tool yeah pretty firmly it won't break it, it'll only crack or break if you drop it on the ground that's all And, and what kind of tools are you using when you're doing the carving? Uh, well, you you find those carving tools in the local arts and craft shop. It's sort of like sharp scalpels, um, knives. It's on the end. Um, but any carving tool will you know, do the job. Like most of my life, seeing all my uncles carving just with a pocket knife, I used to carve uh, make my own um carving tool just a bit of piece of fencing wire just sharpen the ends and just use it like a um like a pencil and carve yeah to make finer yeah um carving basically yeah that's sort of any sharp tool will um you know will do the job and when you when you're working on the designs do you draw the design on first and then trace it from there or you just work with it as as you go yeah uh, well once i get um preparing my bob nut to carve and it's ready i'll um use a pencil i'll just draw outline like say if i'm gonna carve a kangaroo i'll um i'll draw it first with a lead pencil and just carve along the lines just to give me um in a guideline so once i start carving then i'll just keep going keep going and yeah do it one by one so i'll carve i'll draw a kangaroo and i'll carve that one and then if i got a carve a tree next to next to a kangaroo i'll draw the tree first and then i'll start carving it carving the tree So I'll just do every um, carving one by one as I go along, yeah. 
when you're talking about kangaroos and emus and things, I'm kind of picturing because I've seen your works here in in the Art Gallery of South Australia, the the birds that they make up the whole shape of the nut. But when you're talking about kangaroos and emus, it's more of a picture on. It's more, yeah, it's more of a um, picture on the side of it. So once you hold it upright, um, it'll be just imagine it as a piece of paper, and and as you turn it around. If I'm doing a landscape and you hold it upright, I just imagine it as a piece of paper and I just, yeah, just carve along and on the side of it, yeah, and make it, um, I'd want it to be, yeah, upright, sort of. Like a full 360 degree yeah, landscape. Yeah, 360 degrees as you turn it around, like, just imagine, as you turn it around, it'll start from a tree, and as you turn the bulb around, you got all this... Got a kangaroo. You keep turning it around. You might find a, um, a termite mound hill, and and maybe another or emu. And then you keep turning it around. It is like in that three sixty. It's that whole picture of a canvas that wrapped around a maybe a basketball. And you turn the basketball around, and you well, just imagine you got a piece of artwork on a paper. Just gluing it around a, um, you know, basketball or something. Yeah. So when you turn it around, it's interesting. You can see the whole picture. And you talked about preparing the nut for carving. Is it this smooth when it's on the ground when you find them? Um, some of them, that's when that there's a um, fluffy um, outer layer. The first layer is fluffy, sort of woolly, sort of firm, um, light fluff. So to get that off, you got um. Well, I use a normal, normal dustpan brush. It's nice and soft, and it'll just scrub it off, and it'll come off. Cause um, the dustpan brush it won't scratch. It's nice and soft. It won't scratch your um your bob nut when it's ready to carve. It's it'll be nice and clean. So once I get it prepared, use a dustpan brush, clean it, and I get a, a damp cloth. Just to wipe it, um, make sure all the all those fluff, um, add a layer, come off, um, all off and that, and it's ready to go. Then after ready to carve, then um, yeah, after I get um, you know wiping it off with a damp cloth, yeah. I mentioned finding them on the ground. Like, do you only get them on the ground, or they come off straight off the tree? Or? They, yeah, in the well, in the cold weather time, they fall off. As the season once they start falling off the ground, it's ready to carve. Okay. Or falling off the tree, I meant to say. Yeah. Um, once it start falling off and it's on the ground, um, that's when you know uh, they all good, ready to collect and start carving. And when you're doing the carving, is it hard work to create these patterns, impressions on there? Yeah. Um, you get sore fingers I, um, every now and then. Once you like when I carve, I just carve for a couple of hours and have a rest, have a rest, have a cup of tea or whatever, and come back, work on it for another couple of hours. Yeah, you get um, pretty sore fingers. Yeah, basically, yeah, just have a break whenever you feel like it, when you feel sore. I want, once you're carving, it doesn't have any too much pressure on your um, fingers. No, it's not that hard because it's got a 
um, really thin layer, so you don't have to carve, push on it too hard. Or you know, when you're carving red, they don't have you don't have to push too hard. It'll get a very thin layer to get down to the next color, that bright yellow color. So yeah. And have you tried carving anything else? Like have you tried lino, doing lino prints or anything using those same kind of techniques? Um, yeah, and when I was in school, like lino, leather work, yeah, but never did that for yeah since I left school only, only on boab nuts. Yeah, I guess boab nuts. You've got the materials on country, whenever you need them. Yeah. That's one good thing about it. Everything is there in the bush, so the bush has got plenty of. Um, it's so rich in um, food and water, and with our um, yeah, bomb nuts. Like that's where we go, and, you know, to get our. If you want to carve, um, we look for the right tree for boomerang and. And did you do and stuff, and, and clapping stick. So yeah, we, we, the bush is rich in all our um, materials that we need to make um, a boomerang and stuff. And and if someone was to come in and and have a look and see see these amazing birds that are being carved from the boab nuts, how long would some of these birds take you to carve to do just one of them? Because there's some pretty intricate work in that. Yeah, um, depending on the size of the bob nut, it'll take about a week or two, maybe two weeks. Because, um, I normally take my time to do it because I want to do it um, properly and, um, yeah, basically just want to do it properly and don't want to make any mistakes, so I'll just take my time. If I'm in a rush and I have to do it for a certain person, um, with those sort of bird size now, I can do it in about a few days, like four days. But yeah, I normally take my time usually carving bob nuts, about one or two weeks. And do you do anything with them afterwards to protect them or they're pretty sturdy how they are? They're pretty sturdy how they are or if you want to varnish them, you can if you want to. But a lot of people, they just prefer them just how they are with that natural only difference it'll just with varnish it'll um make it more brighter and shinier that's all but i reckon it's without the varnish it look sort of natural and look more beautiful the way it is uh, yeah i reckon you can see what it was originally but yeah also the the amazing piece of art that it's been turned into yeah and is there anything else that you want to get across in this podcast that you didn't get to talk about down there i forgot at the end didn't Say, good to say thank you to the Tanity Art Festival for inviting me to come along and the Wollongong Arts Art Centre for sending me to Adelaide for this art festival. Just um, want to thank them and just thank the Tanity Art Festival this year, basically for being here and it's an honour and privilege and so happy to be here and excited and are really good to be here and happy, I guess. Thankful to be here. Tarnandi is presented by the Art Gallery of South Australia with principal partner BHP and support from the Government of South Australia. 
View the virtual tour online at agsa.sa.gov.au.